The Best of LKN podcast is produced by Epic Journey Media. Known as a digital marketing agency that delivers results for small businesses, Epic Journey Media designs affordable and attractive websites, offers top-notch SEO management services, and helps small businesses and professional services firms build simple and effective sales and marketing funnels. More traffic, more leads, more clients for your business, guaranteed. Go to epicjourneymedia.com and book a free discovery call. That's epicjourneymedia.com. Hey friends, Jeff here with the Best of LKN. Before I roll this episode, I want to take just a second to thank a couple of our sponsors. First, our insurance guy, John Hassel with North Carolina Farm Bureau Insurance in Huntersville. John and his team are the best of the best when it comes to insurance needs. Home, auto, health, life, you name it. John Hassel is a consummate professional in every way. I couldn't recommend anyone higher. John's awesome. Get to know him in episode 108 of the Best of LKN podcast. Secondly, I want to give Filter Time a shout out. Filter Time makes remembering your home air filters easy by shipping them right to your door every couple months. Never forget air filters again. Filter Time is locally owned by NASCAR legends Dale Earnhardt Jr. and Blake Cook. Get your filters at FilterTime.com. You can get to know Blake in episode 154 of the Best of LKN podcast. Big thanks to John Hassel with North Carolina Farm Bureau Insurance and the guys at FilterTime.com for their support. Now, on with the podcast. Welcome to the Best of LKN, a podcast featuring the best small businesses and the most influential professionals around Lake Norman, North Carolina. Each week, we spotlight those businesses and individuals that are making a positive impact here in the Lake Norman area. Thanks for joining us. Enjoy the show. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Best of LKN. I'm your host, Jeff Ham, and today I'm joined by realtor extraordinaire Becca Mangini. Becca, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm happy to be here. Good. Yeah, I appreciate you joining me. Um, Becca, you're a real estate broker here in the Lake Norman area. Um, tell us a little bit about your background. Yes. So I moved to the Lake Norman area about five years ago and I'm originally from California. So moving to Lake Norman was quite an adjustment. It's a very, you know, across country, a very different place. Um, However, I really love it here. And, you know, there was a lot of different places in Charlotte we could have moved. um, But Lake Norman is just has a special spot. So uh, I came with my dog, Lucy, here, and we um, I was in corporate sales, a little background there. And when I was out here, I started investing in real estate and my agent said, wow, like you're actually really good at this. You kind of have an eye for houses and uh, pricing and areas. I think that you could make this a job. And I was like, oh, I don't know. Like I'm really, I'm really good at my job in corporate sales. I enjoyed it at the time. And she's like, well, you know, just think about it. And then the more I was investing in real estate, the more I was like, well, maybe I should get my license and save on the commission and this and that. And of course, down the rabbit hole, (laughs) um, (laughs) I got my license. I was doing it part-time for a little bit. And I thought, oh my gosh, I enjoy this so much more than what I was doing. I should really make it a full-time deal. So I've been full-time in real estate about four and a half years now. Uh, sorry, three and a half years now, licensed for four and a half. Just really loving it. That's great. And 
you've been with the Keller Williams organization uh, for how long? Uh, actually, the whole time. So okay. when I got my license, the decision of where to affiliate with, right, is is big. Uh, so I did some research and some due diligence and interviewed a few different firms. What I really liked about Keller Williams is their commitment to education and all the resources that they provide their agents for a pretty nominal cost, uh, especially if you're doing any amount of business, right? You desire to be successful. You want to be around successful people and use their systems, models, tools, uh, pick their brains, sit in on their panels, go to their trainings, right? So that was something that really stood out to me was partially, you know, the culture of the company and then also their part of that being their commitment to education. Yeah, I've I know a little bit about Gary Keller, the founder. I've listened to several interviews of his and what an interesting story, but the one of the cornerstones of his his uh corporate philosophy is you know the company was founded really on education, on mm-hmm. real estate education. So, uh but so much there to learn from Gary uh, and definitely encourage uh, listeners to check out some interviews of his on several podcasts. Really interesting. Absolutely. Have you had a chance to listen, uh, sit on any of his talks or um, meet him? Yes. Um, so I have not met him personally. However, I have had the opportunity to sit in. Uh, so every year we have the opportunity twice a year to meet up with our Keller Williams family. We have a whole national family reunion is what we call it. So basically a national corporate get together, training, networking, um, education, state of the market. And then we have a smaller opportunity called mega camp and that's more educational and leadership focused. Uh, of course there's still the networking opportunities and everything like that. Um, so he speaks up both of those and I make it a point to sit in on his times on the big stage to hear what he has to say. Uh, also, as you mentioned, he's on a few podcasts. Think Like a CEO is a great podcast. I always recommend to business owners uh, and especially real estate professionals because a lot of times we do not necessarily <laughs> treat our business like a business. So keeping our eyes on the PL, making sure we're actually running it like a business uh, is something that a lot of agents can improve upon, myself included, always. And uh, the One Thing podcast is also a favorite of mine. He's featured on that a decent amount. Yeah, yeah. Well, I could relate to uh, uh, being a small business owner. Uh, actually, running the business is, is, is uh, ironically the the part that I underestimated the most. So, uh, right. <laughs> you're like, I just want to do what I love and enjoy yeah. people. Like, is this not it? And you're like, oh wait, I have to do accounting. I have to have like a marketing budget. I have to do all these other things. Like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's uh it's been a learning experience for sure. But so you're on uh let's see, you are vice president of the local Keller Williams Young Professionals Organization. Yes. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so KWYP, as we nickname it, is a great organization. It's geared towards all of the Keller Williams professionals under 40 in the organization. And it's just a place for us to come together, to network. Um, A lot of us are newer in the business. So it's an opportunity for us to connect with other people that are maybe going through some of the same 
growing pains or people that have been there not too long ago. Uh, so it's a really great opportunity for connection, education, and networking. I receive a ton of business referrals, especially from that group. Uh, people that I've just made friends with and connections with, and they're able to, when someone is moving to Charlotte, recommend me as the realtor of choice. And that's been really great. That's excellent. I'm sure the support too, among the group, uh, Mm -hmm. being there to sort of support each other because uh, being a realtor isn't all fun and games all the time, is it? (laughs) No. Uh, And that's the thing about it too, is it's a place for us to say, Hey, look, I'm dealing with this. Can you help me? Let's workshop it. Let's mastermind it. What would you do? What have you done? And that kind of free sharing of information too. everyone in the group is so collaborative and so open Uh, And it's national, right? So we have the opportunity, not just the local chapter to lean on each other, the national chapter to come and bring the group something and say, hey, I'm dealing with this or, hey, do you have this resource? Um, You know, a lot of times people will even give you if you're saying, hey, do you have a checklist for this or do you have a system for this or a process for this? They'll be like, yeah, here it is. Here, take it, tweak it, put your name on it. Like everyone's very, very collaborative, which is awesome. Yeah, that free transfer of knowledge and experience, it's, I'm sure, invaluable, really. Um, Abundance mindset, for sure. Yeah. Um, Let's talk about the, so your social media game is pretty strong. Uh, Tell me about the being on the board of your local Keller Williams office as the culture chair. What Mm -hmm. is that? Yeah, so Keller Williams, each office has an associate leadership council, which is like the board of directors. And to sit on that board, you have to be in the 20%, the top 20% of the office in production for the previous year. Uh, And the culture position is really geared towards all of the awesome things that KW does for and with its agents. so every year we have Red Day, which is actually coming up. So I'm so excited that we can talk about this. We're doing a blood drive on May 14th. That is one of the things that is really needed during these times um, since everything has been closed. And we have a lot of, you know, unwell people across the country. Blood is in, in good or in great need of more supply. So we'll be doing that. But also for those of us, who are squeamish and cannot give blood for some reason, uh, we're doing a food drive as well. So I will send you the link for that and drop it in the show notes so that if anyone wants to participate, they are welcome to do so. So things like that we have, that's our annual thing is red day. We do different things to support the community. Um, and also just, regular life things. You know, we have a monthly social where we get together after hours. We have a summer party. We have a holiday party. It's just things in the office and also checking in with people, taking care of those who need additional help. If someone does have a baby and we get to celebrate um, by bringing them meals, if they have a death in the family and we get to help comfort them by, you know, cards or meals or whatever, that type of thing. That's what the culture chair is in charge of. And it's really great to be able to give back to the Keller Williams family. So top 20% of your office for uh, the last couple of years, 
which is yes. really strong. That well, let's talk about the market and Lake Norman right now. The um, obviously some weird things going on the last few months with COVID nineteen, which unfortunately, I, you know, it, I have to mention every episode right now because it's it, it's dominating life right now. But um, the market has outside of let's say the last couple of months, and we can circle back and talk more about that, but. Uh, market's been strong vertical for quite a while here in the area. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, as much as past performance is not an indicator of future performance, you know, people do have a certain set of expectations. Um, However, economies we know are cyclical. So um, currently we're still going strong in the seller's market. So in the last seven days we had... 1,159 new listings, 1,887 listings went under contract, and 1,015 listings were sold. So those numbers are really close together, right? So what that tells us is we're still in a very tight seller's market. Uh, Demand is still outpacing supply. So if we look at the greater picture, you know, average days on markets under one month, like things are still strong for sellers currently. Part of that is to not only is demand outpacing supply, we have constricted demand because of the current circumstances. So typically we'd be in the middle of spring market, which is when a lot of people come and rush and put their houses on the market. And a lot of sellers or a lot of buyers come out and they're ready to purchase. Well, right now we have less sellers bringing homes to market because of the situation. We have less buyers. However, there's still obviously a good amount, uh, less buyers in the buying pool because of the situation. Uh, And that's going to continue for a little bit. You know, we'll have to see what happens with our phasing process. If cases remain down and people become more confident in health and safety, if rehiring starts to happen and people become more confident in their job security and the economy, uh, then we'll look to see things shifting a little bit more. So the only thing that I can tell people about the market is what's going on right now and where it's trending. So if, uh, if you're into that, if you like to geek out (laughs) on numbers and trends and economics, like holler at me because I'm all about it. I'm happy to sit and have a coffee and talk about it for forever, really. But that's just a quick snapshot of what's going on. We're still in a tight seller's market, very competitive uh, on the buyer side, and uh, stuff is still moving quickly. Yeah, well, that makes sense. So during the last couple of months with the shutdown and social distancing, and, and um, there's been a lot of virtual showings. Has that been fairly common? Yeah, so definitely, uh, especially the way that the Mecklenburg County restrictions were working, that was one of the only things that were available, especially in an occupied home. So vacant homes, um, they did ease the restriction. Initially, they said no, and then they changed their mind after some lobbying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so occupied homes, that's one of the only ways. So we're have, we were having sellers FaceTime buyers or listing agent, recording a video, whatever, if they hadn't already done some of the other existing technologies. So, you know, something that I do on my listings, we always have a walkthrough video 
Um, there's also a really cool technology called Matterport, which is a 3D video. So you can actually stand and look and see what the people are seeing from that perspective. Um, so that, that kind of technology did exist and, and was being utilized a little bit. It's being utilized way more now. And um, it, for me, I think I spent over a little bit. One of my favorite clients, uh, he's purchased five homes with me in the last two years or so, and he's seen one in person before I bought it. So it's not uncommon. It's not that it doesn't happen. It's just that typically when you have someone in the area, of course they want to see the house in person, but when things are what they are, virtual has been a really a boon to us to be able to still continue to do business and get our sellers sold and buyers bought that need to move. Cause there's still a lot of people out there that are in a need to move situation. Yeah, for sure. And the restrictions have opened up a little bit for real estate now. Is that correct? Yeah. yeah. So last week or week before last, the Mecklenburg County order expired and we reverted to the state restrictions, which classified real estate as an essential service. Uh, of course, still with precautions, you know, masks, gloves, hand sanitizer, um, all of booties, all of those things, you know, we're taking precautions when we're in homes, especially occupied homes to keep everyone as safe as possible. Uh, so we are very grateful for that. It definitely allows a little bit more fluidity and, um, accessibility for sure. Yeah. Well, that's good. That hopefully things will continue to, uh, get back to, you know, closer to normal. Uh, we'll see. I think, you know, obviously still a long road ahead and definitely not the, the, uh, a topic that for this podcast. So we'll, we'll, um, I'll leave that to other podcasts <laughs> to, to discuss, but let's talk a little bit about the Lake Norman market outside of real estate. You are, uh, you, sort of a self proclaimed foodie. Is yes. that correct? Yeah. And tell, yes. tell me about some of your favorite spots in the Lake, Lake Norman area. Oh my gosh. I, the list is extensive. <laughs> um, I really, really enjoy supporting small local business and have had a great time just exploring around here. I would say one of my go-tos, I'm there every week, uh, well, was, <laughs> um, is Alton's. So Alton's Kitchen and Cocktails, it's right off exit 28. And Julie, the bartender, is my girl. I sit in there, honestly, weekly, either with a client, a vendor, or sometimes by myself. Um, Great spot. Also great for brunch, too. Real big fan of, speaking of brunch, in Huntersville, Cafe 100. Big fan. Love their breakfast burrito. And their, um, oh my gosh, what is it called? They're like sunrise mimosa jamming. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, let's see. What are, what are, ca- I mean, I have a something for every category. People are like, what do you recommend? And I'm like, what do you want? Because I have <laughs> everything. Mama's Pizza in Cornelius is my go-to pizza place or Davidson Pizza Company. It's between the two. Um. Yeah, I mean, King Canary Brewery is a, is a fun spot to sit up in Morrisville. They have great beers, great staff. Um, crafty Beer Guys down in Huntersville is also really fun, eclectic. They have a ton of beers on draft. And actually, they're still open for um, 
cans and bottles. So if you need some interesting local beer, that's your spot. Yeah, they carry out like carry out cans and bottles. Yeah. Anymore, but they had a Tiger King themed beer. Oh wow. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so those of you who have been on the Netflix Tiger King train, check that out. Yeah, Cafe 100, uh, rolling back a little bit, um, Cafe 100, the brunch there is spectacular. Um, I actually haven't checked out Alton's. I need to. I've been in the area for a long time and uh, still haven't had a chance to get over there. So um, uh, we'll definitely check them out. King Canary, they're just off of Williamson. Uh, yes. I think in Morrisville. Yeah. Um, where do you like to take your dog's name is Lucy. Yes. Lucy, Lucy and I, we go to Jaton park quite a bit. Um, it's just beautiful with the lake and everything. Uh, Ramsey Creek is also nice in the summer. They have the beach there and the dog park, which is like right behind it. That um, Lada Plantation, another good spot that I really enjoy, and Lake Norman State Park. If I'm feeling adventurous, we want to drive up to Troutman. I uh, really, really like Lake Norman State Park. So I don't know if you're sensing a theme that they all have trails <laughs> on the water. <laughs> Guilty. Yeah, well, that's understandable. Uh, Lake Norman State Park is a really great place. Yeah, and awesome mountain bike uh paths yeah. and trails too so pretty um extensive network of trails there so yeah absolutely um well you brought up some good places that i actually haven't checked out so i'll i'll need to i'm making a list so we'll be yes. checking those out soon um what uh so how can listeners uh get in touch with you follow you contact you for real estate advice buying selling what's the best place uh some of the best places to find you yeah absolutely so the i would say probably the quickest and easiest is either facebook or instagram so on facebook it's just becca mangini realtor facebook.com backslash um becca mangini realtor and then instagram you can find me at broker becca my Instagram handle, uh, and then email Becca Mangini at kw.com. That's probably the n- number one place for buying and selling inquiries, advice, things like that. Uh, however, I do respond on all platforms uh, at some point. So whatever is most convenient, uh, that's something that I really pride myself on working with clients is I communicate the way that they like to communicate. So some people are email people, some people are text, some people are phone calls. So you tell me and, and I do it. Yeah, for sure. And the nice thing about your Instagram account, you can uh, get a sense for what's going on in the Lake Norman community because you check in at uh, some of your favorite spots. So oh, yeah. that's that's a cool account to follow just to kind of get to know the area a little bit more. Um, Becca, I didn't ask you before we started the interview, but uh, or I didn't prep you for this, but what else... What have we not covered? What have I not asked that you would like to add to the interview? Um, I think that something you had asked about previous um, was keys to success in real estate. Thank you for reminding me. Yep, that was on the list. Yeah. Yeah. So for any other realtors out there, I would just say that the focus and the, the key to my success has been providing an excellent customer experience. 
And so what that means is treating the client how they want to be treated, right? Not golden rule, platinum rule, how they want to be treated and providing excellent communication, calling them before they need to call you, reaching out before they need to reach out, always leaving them with next steps. Okay, we've done this. Now this is what's next. We don't want to leave our clients uh, questioning ever or unsure, right? We're the expert and we're the guide and we are here to assuage any concerns, to answer any questions. So making sure we do all that. Um, you know, being knowledgeable about the market, being a great agent, knowing the contracts in and out, knowing the laws, being a good negotiator. Those are all super important skills. Um, but as you know, as the saying goes, people don't know or they don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. So that customer client experience is really got to be number one. And I just think that that's kind of what has helped me be super successful. Well, I can I can imagine that has been a, a key to your success, and it's great advice. As competitive as really every industry, every business is right now, uh, consumers are looking for a better experience. So, mm-hmm. providing that experience is so important, and of course, communication and and managing expectations and uh, letting them know what to expect. Uh, yeah. throughout and each I step. Say, you know, to any clients out there that have had a less than stellar experience with a real estate agent, um, next time just interview a little bit more because you don't have to hire the first person you talk to. So it's, it's really good, just like anything, to get a few quotes, um, to talk to a few people. And of course, as always, remember, you get what you pay for. Uh, yep. So <laughs> even though we are sometimes a little bit more spendy than a discount brokerage or a do-it-yourself, right? For sale by owner, you know, you're hopefully, and especially with me, you're going to receive that commensurate value from the agent. So always be looking for what the, what the value that the agent is providing you for that. I couldn't agree more. Well said. Um, well, Becca, many, many thanks for joining me uh, here on the Best of LKN for an interview. Uh, it's been great having you. I will make sure that we Uh, that all of those links and information about the blood drive and how to get in touch with you will be in the show notes. And I'll probably also go ahead and link to some of the great uh, places in the area that you've suggested checking out. Um, But again, thank you so much. Really enjoyed having you. Absolutely. Thanks. Thank you so much for inviting me. It's a pleasure to be here. All right. And folks, please contact uh, Becca if you're in the real estate market, if you have any questions or need some advice or uh, anything real estate related in the LKN market, be sure to check out Becca Mangini and all of those contacts will be in the show notes. But that is it for this episode. And thanks again for joining me and I'll catch you in the next episode. Bye for now. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the best of LKN. For more information about this podcast, show notes, video episodes, and links to our featured businesses, please visit www.thebestoflkn.com. We publish episodes weekly, so be sure to subscribe and stay up to date. Until next time, cheers, Lake Norman.